Conversations going back to back here as I drive to, of all places, Costco. Shocking. Price of things have gone up. Man. Costco trips used to be like 100 bucks. Now it's like a couple hundred bucks. Everything, the price of everything has gone up. Inflation. Today I'm going to talk about turn off. What, what are the things that turn me off? And I'm not trying to be provocative. It's just what I'm thinking about today. And the the primary thing I think about as a turn-on for me my whole life, since I was a little guy, been nice people, kind people, genuine people, people without an agenda. And everything else is toxic to me. i got to be honest. Since I was a little guy, first seeing my grandpa, most positive person, still a positive person in my life. Though he died when I was just like a toddler. Both my grandpas, positive forces in my life. What a positive person. That's my, that's my guide. It's always been my guide. It's not like a standard I'm trying to uphold. That's just who I am. I'm positive. And I'm in a situation now where people are saying to me, oh, you're always so positive. What's the deal with that? What do you mean? Am I supposed to be negative? Am I supposed to be nitpicky? Am I supposed to be just angry all the time and mean and, and not supportive of people? Uh-uh. Nope. I've taken a hit a lot of my life for supporting people and then just having backlash about it. It's just the way it is. And not like it's controversial to people like my sister or my teammates or like going against a coach and supporting my teammates. Was as me as a captain, they tell me we don't want to do this. Okay, I'll go to bat. That's my job. I'm the leader. That's what leaders do. Sometimes I'm I'm imperson- impersonating a follower because I have to blend in or I have to listen to a boss or something. I'm, I'm a leader. I'm not a follower. And not in an obnoxious way. By example, let's be positive. Let's get shit done. Even when I was in the classroom as a fifth grade teacher, that was torture. Classroom management, kids are 25 kids going crazy all day, 10 and 11 year olds. It's craziness. I didn't get the red pen out. That drove me crazy as a student. Teachers with that red pen destroying everything you write. Editors now, I'm a writer, with that red pen destroying everything you write. There's, there's nothing good about that. It's not that big a deal that people need to do that shit. Writing isn't that bad. I had students, they write stuff, and I just talked to them about it. Instead of getting a red pen, let's talk about it. It was great. What you did was great. It was really good. Really good. Now, what else? You know, when I when I taught them to write, I would say, use all your senses to write. And it's tough for a 10 and 11-year-old because they don't have control of a lot of their emotions yet. And they're not, that, they're not so in touch with their emotions. So that was difficult, but I'm saying... Just think about it. Let's say you're sitting in your backyard or you're sitting on the playground. What do you see? Get in, tr- get in touch with your senses. What do you see? What do you hear? What are you feeling? All these things. 
Stop talking over all the wind. Get in touch with all the, what do you smell? All these things. What do you see? Like, what, what are all these things that are happening around you? That when you're out on a playground, let's say, maybe you're not actively looking at it or thinking about it or stopping and being like, oh, I'm thinking about this. You're not. But then you step away for a bit and you're like, what am, what am I thinking about? What, what The grass is freshly cut. What does that smell like? I see all these people running around. I'm hearing all these people, like all these kids go, ah, screaming or talking or doing all these other things. And that informs them. And they, they, they wrote beautifully because it was theirs. The hardest thing for anybody to do in life, whether you're a child or you're an adult, is to say, this is mine. People want to take ownership over stuff and claim stuff. Oh, I own this. But in your life, you it's your head, your brain. Write things down. Draw. I would never interrupt a student when they're doing stuff. My people... People would always interrupt me if I'm just doodling in class. Pick your head up. Look, I'm listening. I wrote a whole book. I wrote the, the high school rivalry sitting in a graduate school class, my MBA. Listening. I'm listening to the teacher. I'm answering questions every now and then, but I'm writing. I'm writing a book. I need to multitask. That's the way I am. Some kids are different. People are different. So a turn on for me is space. I need the space to think. I need the space to just have my own thoughts. Not constantly be told what to do. I don't like that. And it's not like I'm not going to listen. I'm going to listen. If somebody makes a suggestion, I'm all for that. I'm wide open for that. But don't micromanage. Don't constantly, don't put your thumb on me. Don't put your, put your, your foot on my neck. Give me some space. So I told my sister one day, my older sister was the biggest asshole in the world. Sorry to say that, but it's true. She was making fun of me, like, my jobs, you can't keep a job, you don't have good jobs. I'm like a 20-year-old kid, 20-some-odd-year-old kid. And I said to her, and I thought first, and I go, I said to her, you know, life's a marathon, not a sprint. So, watch your back. Not like I was in competition with her, I just thought to myself, I'm going to go at the pace I want to go. I haven't figured this out yet, what I want to do. I love to write. I just had to get in the right arena, and I did eventually, the investing financial arena. That's where I went. I, I had a business degree, okay, but nobody told me to do it. I just figured it out. Yeah, and I want to be more successful than that. But that was a byproduct. I didn't really care about that. I still don't care about that because the turn-on for me is competing against myself. I compete against myself. I want to get the best out of myself. I want to produce the most optimal results for me, not for somebody else, for me. And that's a turn on for me. I always thought for years it was my dad because he was so negative and half, less, half empty or less empty. And he would pick on, if I made 29 out of 30 shots, he'd talk about the one I missed. So I always thought that was that's the way I thought too. No, I'm just trying to produce optimal results. And that's it for me, for me. And anybody else around me. I'll help everybody. I'll help anybody. I love to mentor people. It's a great thing. I want to see everybody around me succeed, which hasn't been the case with other people where they feel about me. But I don't care. I'm happy to see people succeed. 
I want to see smiles on people's face. I want to see a smile on my face. Joy, there's so many times in life where I get so serious and I'm like, God damn it, stop. You're so serious. Just calm down. Calm down. You're way too serious. Just calm down. You gotta calm down. You gotta enjoy life. But you gotta go at it too. You gotta go at it 100 miles an hour as well. You can't just sit there saying, oh, I'm gonna have fun. This is fun. You gotta go at it. You gotta go at it actively. All right. I hope you're having a great day now with your experience. Find your turn ons in life and stick to it and just go at it. All right. I'll talk to you soon. This has been Full Wall. You've been in the conversations.